Wow, that's kind of scared me. Uh, if you're wondering what in the world's going on with HR Oxygen, well, this is Mac. And actually, what's going on is I'm going to experiment now with doing maybe every week, we'll see how it goes, just some mini podcast episodes, some solo interviews. And I thought what I would do is use the weekly blog that I send out as our framework for just kind of engaging with you. And so uh, the podcast is designed for the HR professional who's overworked, overstressed, and often underappreciated. We also get a fair amount of managers that join us for this podcast, and we try to present topics that are going to be useful. So most of them, of course, are interviews, uh, but I don't have really any solo episodes. There's a couple from way back when I started this a couple years ago, but I thought we'd start with one today. So today's topic and the title of my blog is Empathy is More Than Just Giving Out Hugs. So when we think about empathy, it's often confused with the word sympathy. And in our programs, we always talk about the importance of empathy because it is that state where you are able to see something from somebody else's perspective. And that is something that, of course, we don't see much really in life today. We certainly don't see it with politics. Nobody's interested in hearing from the other side. We're just trying to double and triple down on our own beliefs, trying to stuff those down your throat. We don't see empathy in people's practices of faith. Everybody's saying, you need to do this, and mine's better than yours, and no one wants to hear from the other people. And we see it in families and in relationships. I want to give you my peace of mind, and I'm not interested in hearing yours. So empathy is something that doesn't happen all that often, but as you can imagine, probably something that would be very good to have. Now, the way we get empathy is we have to first begin with our own self-awareness, and then being able to manage that stuff that we've just been made aware of, the things that drive us and motivate us and frustrate us, maybe those kind of annoying behaviors that we have, whatever those things are. And then the third component is getting to know other people and find out what's important to them and then bring those all together by building a relationship. So uh, as you can see, more than just giving out hugs, that's kind of what we think about with empathy is, oh, I know how you feel and, and all that stuff. Well, uh, the story actually began on Saturday, this past Saturday. So if you follow me, you know that my hobby that I enjoy doing, I, do, I love doing art, but what I really enjoy doing is barbecue. And I've done some competitions. The competitions are a lot of work, but they are so much fun. And for the first year I was doing competitions, I was competing with my smaller uh, old country smoker that I bought from Academy Sports, which is a great little smoker. I would take a trailer, roll the smoker up, go to the contest, and I actually did pretty well with it. I took fourth in ribs one time, and then I took third in brisket. Well, last June, I think it was, I decided I was going to upgrade, and so I started looking in the Facebook uh, barbecue group where people sell smokers, and I saw one that I really wanted. It was from a guy that was retiring from his catering business. He was up in Kentucky. And I went up there and I purchased it. So I named her Large Marge. I don't know if you remember seeing the movie, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the movie with Pee Wee Herman's movie. So back in the 80s and Large Marge was that trucker. Remember he was out hitchhiking and she picked him up and she was a ghost. Anyway, Large Marge is great. And I got plenty of room on that thing. I can put probably 20 racks of ribs and smoke all 20 if I wanted to do that. Or a combination of the other meats, you know, brisket, chicken, pork shoulder, whatever you're going to cook on there. Well, I took it to my first contest and I did terrible. I took it to my second contest. I also did terrible and I realized it needed some modifications. And so I had the smoker box, the fire box modified and some other things done with it. 
And then I realized after I did a test run that I still need to modify that firebox some more. So I called the guy that done my welding. His name is Ron. So Ron is a uh, full-time uh, sheriff. He's on the police force. And he's a big guy. This is a guy you don't want to be a smart ass with when you get pulled over. This dude is huge. Uh, super nice guy, though. And so as he was out doing some welding on there, we started talking. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but... Oh, I know how it was. It was... Uh, we were watching... Blue Bloods on Friday night, uh, my wife and I, and there was an incident, if you watch that show, where a cop was off duty and he was in a bank that was being robbed and he chose not to pull his weapon. Instead, he just watched and called 911 and then one of the hostages was killed. So I wanted to ask him, you know, hey, are you guys required to, you know, step in if there's an incident when you're off duty? And he explained the policy. But it was interesting because he was talking about how it's, the public doesn't always understand what they go through. So they have these things, I guess the city of Dixon puts it on, where you can actually go and experience life as a police officer. And it's you can go through their little shooting house and take turns trying to practice not hitting good guys but hitting bad guys. And then you actually get to roll up on a traffic stop and they have a cop playing a really annoying driver. And then you get to see what... So what I said to Ron was hey, this is a great way to build empathy. And he kind of said, yes, exactly. He says, and we're trained. Be empathetic, but not sympathetic. I says, well, what do you see the difference as? And he says, well, sympathy is you kind of feel sorry for somebody. Empathy is you want to really understand what they're going through. Now, feeling sorry for somebody means sometimes you're going to bend the law. And I mean, he would not do this, but he says the temptation could be that. Like you feel sorry for somebody. Oh, you know, I know you're drunk and driving, but yeah, I don't want to ruin your life. So I feel really bad for you. So I'm going to let it slide. You can't do that. Right. But empathy, you know, it might be. So I can give you an example. And this didn't work for my mom, but she, when she used to drive, she used to drive really too fast and she got pulled over one time. And so she tells the cop, the cop pulled two or three people over and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I was in a real big hurry. I mean, I was in such a hurry. I'm so sorry. He says, okay, if you were in a big hurry, tell you what, I'll write your ticket first before I write the other ones to the other people. So that didn't work. But empathy is at least saying, let me at least try to understand what you're going through. And I know that seems like a long lead to get into that, but that's really the key, isn't it? And if you think about it, most of us do things and we, we kind of, you know, just sort of struggle through them. And we don't really think that anybody's interested in what we're going through. But when somebody says, you know, tell me what's going on, we think, wow, that's actually kind of nice. And I wonder if you've ever done that to the people that work for you. Uh, when I was in the Navy as a dental assistant, we never got breaks. I mean, you're working with a dentist. If the dentist feels like solving the world's cavity problems, and doesn't want to take a break, you're not taking a break. And at the end of the period before lunch or before going home, you probably got all kinds of instruments to sterilize. It's all backed up. The dentist goes to lunch. You got to stay and work the whole way through. And so all those years I worked chair set, eight years, you know, never had a dentist ever say, hey, yeah, I noticed you don't ever eat lunch. Are you on a diet? And I would love to say, no, I'd love to eat lunch, but I can't. We don't have time. By the time you're done and I get cleaned up, we got five minutes before the one o'clock patient comes in. And I work late every day because you're out the door at four and I'm here till five cleaning up. And I never would say that, but I would think it. And I always wondered, wouldn't it be great if a dentist would say, you know what? I had no idea. From now on, I promise I'm getting you out of here in time for lunch. If I got to cancel a patient to do it, I'm going to do it because it's important. You get to break too. Now that's what empathy is. Now, again, not easy to do and pretty much in short supply. So I guess the lesson for this week is get comfortable. 
like showing some empathy. You know, we go to a fast food restaurant, we get pissed because we're at the drive-in and it takes forever. Well, keep in mind, those people are shorthanded and they're doing two or three different things at once. And yeah, they're probably going to forget to put your little pink sugar packet in your coffee thing, right? Because they're busy back there. And trust me, it's frustrating because I've done it too, but cut them some slack. We all enjoy it when people show us empathy. Maybe that'd be something for us to think about for this week too. So I don't know if that helps. I don't even know if you enjoyed this, but I'm going to give it a shot and see if it works. If you like this, just go ahead and maybe leave comments if you're reading this on LinkedIn or if you are listening to it on Apple Podcast or Google or any of those. Hey, do me a favor and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. So until next time for our next solo episode, hang in there. Have a great day. And I'll look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. Goodbye. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy making them. I've learned so much from the guests we've had on the show over the past few years. And I hope that you will continue to listen to us regularly. If you are a subscriber on any podcast app or channel, would you do us a favor and take a moment and leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you have the time, check out all the offerings we have on our website, which is thebossbuilders.com. We have every other month a Sherm Credit webinar that we present, as well as a ton of other events, not to mention our Art of the Great Boss and Art of Being a Great Teammate programs. More information on that site today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, may want to unbuckle that seatbelt. I think we just arrived at the gate. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.